Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Nigga. Yeah. It's alright. Already the show goes on all night. Till uh. the morning we dream so long. Do anybody ever wonder when they will see the thunder? Just remember when you come up. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. This week, we'll be previewing the 2021 WGC Dell Technologies Match Play out of Austin, Texas. Uh, it's 64-man field, but it's like top 70 because a handful of guys are not playing this week. You can check me on Twitter at BDintrick and uh, one of my co-hosts on the show on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing? Doing well, dude. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. I'm glad Honda's behind us, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> move on to a new tournament because I felt like I got eaten alive by PGA National just watching that. that. But um, and our other co-host on the show, you can find him on Twitter at Kevin's Delight. Kevin, how we doing, man? Doing great, guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. Um, just real quick, we won't go super deep in the Honda. We kind of talked about it before the pod, but and we have a lot to discuss on WGC. But I don't know about you. I th- I felt like you know DFS wise that kind of ran short when the cut was not where I thought it would be, but. Um, Lowry being seven under after Friday, I thought things were looking good, and he completely just destroyed himself on the weekend. Any thoughts, guys? As it was uh, pretty much Matt Jones against the world, um, Jesse. Yeah, he opened up really good and just kind of played steady golf, and you know, one by five. I didn't watch any golf this weekend. Uh, was too busy watching basketball and, and playing myself. But uh, it, it you was watching just... the you watching the NIT? Why would I watch the NIT tournament? <laughs> I'm just just asking for a friend. There's no, there was no, well, Western Kentucky was in the NIT. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, so I, I just didn't, uh, I didn't pay a whole heck of a lot of attention. And obviously it was kind of a boring Sunday, except for obviously some carnage there. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kevin? What did you think about the Honda? Well, I, was, I was saying that um, pretty impressive Matt Jones, Tita Green, uh, all week really, his incredible start. Um, the only disappointing thing about the weekend was the fact that it appeared they softened up the bear trap over the weekend, or at least on Sunday. Um, both 15 and 17 played a heck of a lot shorter than normal. Um, so there wasn't as much carnage as you used to see. Yeah, it was It was definitely um, an interesting tournament. It's the best way I can say it. It was uh, <laughs> It's pretty much over early, it felt like, and guys would, would make pushes, but no one could catch Matt. It was, it was, uh, he put a hell of a performance out there. Everyone was a lot of people were reporting after Thursday's eight under or whatever that it was one of the best rounds of golf they've seen on tour, just all things considered. So, did you, did you see what? Them. Did you did you see what Lee Westwood said? No, I did not. I just figured he packed his bags early after that eight well, over on Thursday, Friday. That's because I that's because I went and done him. But he, um, after Matt Jones's round, I, I'm, I'm assuming maybe before he went out, or may, I, I think maybe somebody asked him, you know, what do you think about uh, Matt Jones's 61 today? And, and he said, I thought he still had a few holes left. <laughs> that's good that's good that's real good that is really really good um all right let's just wrap it up from there let's go to the wgc dell technologies let's call it the match play from now on uh, at austin country club jesse they played here i think four or five years now what do you got for passament history yeah so uh last year was canceled uh due to um a covid19 pandemic i don't know if uh anybody's heard of that thing that's going on in the world still but so 2019 winner was Kevin Kisner. Um, he was the 48th seed, the 50th ranked player in the world at that point. Um, and he defeated Matt Kuchar, 
uh, who was the 23rd seed, three and two on that Sunday uh, to to win. Bubba won it in uh, 2018. He was the 35th seed over Kisner, uh, who was the 32nd seed, seven and six. And then uh, DJ won in in 2017 as the number one overall seed, number one overall player in the world over John Rahm, one up. Jason Day's won this twice. Rory's a past winner. Uh, Kuchar's won this in the past. Poulter has won this tournament in the past. Tiger Woods has won it three times. Yeah. Uh, the, the one in Austin, or at least overall, I've I've heard things uh, as we get into picking the quadrant here. We're going to go quadrant by quadrant, not DraftKings by DraftKings. But um, it's not always a heavy favorite thing. People don't get carried away with that one. Uh, we, mem- we mentioned Austin Country Club. It's a Pete Dye design golf course. You'll that, you will hear that quite a bit. We saw Pete Dye just a few weeks ago as well at the uh, t- at the players. So there are specialists at Pete Dye, but it'll be a little different this week because it's match play. If the guy has a nine, they're not out of it type thing, which is a beautiful. I love match play personally. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. This course is really good. It's par 71, 7,108 yards, and it's, um, it's good because the Bombers can attack it if they want, but the shorter hitters don't get penalized either. They can hang out with the big boys. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, Bermuda greens, they're smaller than most greens, but uh, not super challenging. Apparently, they have overseeded with POA right now, so go find your filters there or listen to whatever expert you want to listen to. But <laughs> for the most part, it's Bermuda greens. Um, go check out Cecil Pete's. He might tell you strokes gained, all kinds of greens. Um, <laughs> there's 110 bunkers, so it's typical Pete die where he makes you hit certain shots for your approach game. It's all about the approach game at this course. If you bomb it, it's your wedge game. And if it's a, if you don't, it's kind of a middle to low iron type game. But uh, 110 bunkers, water comes into play on five or six different holes. The back nine is where most of the water is at. And you also get Lake Austin in the back, all the cool pictures with the the bridge and all that good stuff. Um, a lot of elevation changes. There's a couple drivable par fours almost. There's one if you hit the right slope, it almost rolls all the way down to the green. Uh, the par fives are very gettable. Very friendly golf course, to say the least. So It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's a great time, um, so it should be great. Kevin's having technical difficulties, so whenever he jumps in, he'll be back with us. Otherwise, it's like old school times, Jesse, and we'll uh, we'll get her done like we always do. I mean, you know but, how to do this. Yes, we do. A few times, I think. Um, any other thoughts? Like, uh, What are you focusing on, uh, I guess, strategy-wise this week? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, – it- you remember a couple of years ago, was it 2018 was the first time that we had this, or was it 2019? On, on DraftKings, that is. I want to say, say it was 18. I want to say I want to say we've done it twice. Remember the first yeah. year, like took us all by storm, and the second year, yeah, I think we felt better about it, but it still took us all by storm. So yes, right, right, right. The first year, I remember just being it. it the, the one thing about it is it's very high scoring. If you remember mm-hmm. that, well, um, if your guys advance, <laughs> right? If, well, yeah, but like the 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 winning score will be probably in the seven or eight hundreds, if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. Uh, in, in in big field GPPs, obviously. Um, and and the the key thing. And, you know, most people probably know this, uh, but maybe there's somebody who's playing this event for the first time is is to make sure that you have at least four golfers who can make the final four in each lineup you make because you want to try to optimize your winning potential. Um, and that's where it gets really tricky. So it's, you know, unless, you know, obviously if you're hand building just a few lineups, not a huge deal. Uh, but if you um, are, you know, mass entering 150 lineups, it becomes one of those things where you do have to set some rules on, you know, like on labs, I know you can on on uh, on uh, fancy golf national. You they they have rules you can set basically to exclude certain players if you have a certain player you know in in the lineup. So that's kind of the the thing. It's it's a bit of a mind 
fuck. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you know, obviously, if you got you know a good chance, because there's, a, I mean, basically, by the time you get around to Saturday, there's so many dead lineups. You know, if you're if you're still alive with four guys and they're winning, you're going to shoot up the leaderboard. So big time, it, it's a blast. Like I said earlier, I love match play. I love to watch match play. It's like that's why we love the Ryder Cup, the President's Cup. Except there's really no teams here. It's it's one man for themselves, which is fun. But uh, I like it because it, it one bad hole doesn't crush you. Like we even right. saw like last week at the Honda. If a guy had a bad hole, you're pretty much you're packing your bags. It was over. Where you know here the beauty of match play. It's well new hole let's go like we're only one down now no big deal right. yeah so uh that's a lot of fun we've like you mentioned a lot of the past history a lot of guys can um really compete with the best of them so it's uh it, it's all good but um yeah it's it, it's it's a fun event um that we'll definitely have to uh enjoy this weekend but until then jesse mentioned you want to make sure you have all four in the final four um i think what i saw last year or maybe it was two years ago if you had six of your guys in the Elite Eight, you finished very, very well because, and I think the winner had three of the final four. So, because um, it's really tough to get the four of the four. That's oh, just yeah. Common, I mean, just, sense, common sense stuff there. It, it's almost like picking the final four in the NCAA tournament. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It just, it's very difficult to do. Uh, but, I mean, that's what you, you have to try to optimize your lineup, every single lineup, to where you have the potential to get four in because, you have no shot if you don't have the four guys to to win. I mean, yeah. if you don't at least don't have three, probably or you know it, at least two. I don't know. Long story short, you want to optimize yourself to where you think you know the the four guys you think that are going to be there in the final four. Yeah, so that's why we'll go through the the, the quadrants. Uh, you can go on the PGA Tour website and they have a bracket you can print out if that helps you build your lineups better to make sure you're not screwing up. DraftKings did a cool thing. I didn't see it on the online system, but if you use the app, I saw where they actually have which pods they're in and their overall rankings. So that helps you at least when you're building it. If you have like three guys in the five, probably a bad idea. So, so re- redo your, your lineup builds. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, Kevin, any uh, strategies you're ensuing this week as you build lineups? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, so much of it is based off, like, like you're saying, try and find the guys that you feel are going to make it down to the, the final four, because otherwise you have no chance. Really, really try and do your best to avoid picking guys that'll play each other if they advance from their pod. Try and uh, try and pick out special quadrants that you think are uh, uh, areas that you can really excel in and, and go from there. All right, so let's just get at it. We'll kind of build a bracket here, and we might not all agree on everything. But that's the fun of it. That's why we'll have different lineups this week. But we'll start from the top left, and we'll work our way through a bracket like a basketball bracket, as Jesse said. And we'll start with the one seed. DJ, 11-5 on DK. He's got Kevin Knott, 7,100, Bobby Mack at 65, and Adam Long at 6K. So DJ's obviously the heavy favorite here. Doesn't mean everything, though. Kevin Knott's played great at this place. He plays great at Pete Dye courses. Bobby Mack's been pretty impressive. Um, it, it's an intriguing deal. Obviously, DJ's favored. But, uh, Jesse, what do you like in this four-pack up here? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've got DJ advancing out of this group. Uh, I, I, I do think Kevin Knott does have a little bit of, uh, you know, well, he he's playable on DraftKings. Let me just say that. Um, but as far as like who I think is going to win this, you know, I, it, to me, it's hands down Dustin Johnson. I think he can bring his B game and still almost beat these guys. So you would think so. Uh, what about you, Kevin? What do you like in this this little pod? Yeah, I agree. By far, it's DJ, and it gets interesting right out the gate. Right? I mean, um, does anyone really see the other three guys advancing here? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But 
if you uh, if you don't play DJ, then <laughs> um, you open yourself up to some big issues early. As, as DJ can uh, can win these first couple rounds pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. DJ should be the one that wins this one easily. My, I guess, counter argument I would say is. If you think when we go to these next pods down that'll face them in the next couple of rounds, if you think one of those guys knocks them out, do you get different and try to pick a cheaper guy in this range to be different in DK, or you just skip this whole pod altogether when it comes to draftings? Either one of you guys. If that uh, makes sense at all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't. I, I think, like I said, Kevin Nall is a little bit playable on DraftKings, and then I, I don't know how many people are going to pay up for DJ, so that'll be interesting to see what his ownership is. Yeah, because basically, like I'm saying, if you think Sungjae's group, Webb's group, or Hatton's group, one of them knocks him out before the final four, do you want to take a chance there and just skip this whole pod or like take the value like a Bobby Mack at 65 could open up your entire lineup type thing? So that's where it gets interesting. But then again, right. if you think DJ wins, what's the point in playing those guys? Right, so, right. But I just wanted to bring that up to the listeners because that's kind of an idea when you're building these things. you got to kind of think of the total package. Like, sure, it might be an easy first round. But where do they go from there? So we'll put DJ moving through on this one, and we'll go to the um, the 16 seed. Sung J M leads this little pod, eighty eight hundred dollars. Victor Perez at sixty six, Leishman at sixty eight, and Henley at seventy five. This pod to me is wide open. It, this is a very very fun pod. This is where you can get different in your builds if you need value. There's a few pods like this. Uh, Kevin, what do you like in this one? Like them all, really. Um, you could make a case for any of these guys to, to advance past the, uh, the first stage. Um, and, and so if you, if you do like any of these guys to, uh, to, to advance, you definitely want to pick the guy that you feel as though is going to be the one that's going to knock off DJ. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Jesse? Yeah. I mean, it's, for me, it's, it's Kevin. No, I don't know. You know, no, Perez wrong, is playing. Wrong pod, I'm sorry. Wrong pod. <laughs> it's for me, it's Sung not, J. for whatever reason you got Kevin on my mind. For me, it's Sung JM here. Um, you know, Perez is playing. Okay. Leishman is, very up and down. Uh, you know, you could, it, depending on the weather, consider Leishman if it's going to be windy. Um, and Henley, you know, I, I don't have any interest in playing Henley anywhere and or picking him. I've got Sung Jay going through here. Do you uh, do you think anything at all about Henley having some success in the past on uh, on die courses? Good point. Uh, you know, I, I, to me, I don't. I, I I wouldn't really wait that too awful much this week, um, just because it is match play versus stroke play. The one thing I will mention, this is Sungjae and Victor Perez's debut at this event. Leishman's played all four. He's finished ninth last year, 52nd, ninth, and 51st. And Henley's only played it once. That's two years ago. He finished 36th. Oh, and obviously last year didn't happen, so take that back another year. Uh, but the last four versions here, Leishman's ninth, 52nd, ninth, 51st. So he's played just, pretty well here. Let's just say every time we say last year, we mean 2019. Yes. Okay, let's just agree on that now. Perfect. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, Nah 5th, 52nd, 9th, and 17th. So, yeah. But um, I'm going to go leash in this one. But uh, it's pretty much up for grabs. But I like the idea of a $6,800 leashman if you need to get weird. At the same time, just remember, he's probably not getting past DJ. Do we all agree DJ gets to the Sweet 16? You mean the Elite 8? Oh, yeah, yeah the Elite 8. Sorry. God, this yeah. is all... It, it it's weird because it goes from sixty four down to sixteen. And yeah, that's where I get confused. Sixty four to thirty two, which, which I think would be cooler if they did six. You know, take two, That'd the top be awesome. two. But anyway, uh, okay, I, so, I think DJ gets to the yes to the elite eight. You good with that, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we'll bring that up later. We got DJ in the elite eight. All right, the next part of the pod, 
We have Webb Simpson, the ninth seed at 9,100. Casey, 89. Hughes, 61. Taylor Gooch, 66. More more properly priced for Taylor Gooch after last week's $9,300. Um, <laughs> another range, though, where Webb, as good as he is in this course, should fit him great. He's not locked in. Personally, for me, I kind of like Casey at 89 in this range. Casey's played extremely well um, in match play. We know that far too well when it comes to match play. What do you guys like in this range? I'll start with you, Jesse. Uh, I've got uh, I've got Webb coming out. I, I I do think it's close between him and Casey. Um, you know, they both have. I know Webb's played Ryder Cups. Obviously, Casey has too. Casey's played a lot, a lot of match play. Twenty seven, or I'm sorry, thirty seven, twenty six, and five all time in match play. Um, so he's obviously got the uh, plenty of uh, experience playing match play. But I don't know. I just kind of feeling Webb. You know, getting yeah. his ball around and getting out of this group. I, you know, I think it's a toss up though between him and Casey. Real quick, uh, Hughes and Gooch, this is their debuts here. Casey, ninth, 17th, ninth, the last three years. He's played all four here. Uh, Webb, 56th, 29th, 58th, the last three. So Casey's got the advantage on history here, but yeah, he's the higher seed. Kevin, what do you like in this one? Yeah, Webb's history here isn't great. I, uh, I, I sent, uh, kind of side with you here, Bubba, on Casey. Um, I do think that. This pod is going to be determined on the uh, the last day when Webb and Paul uh, play each other. Yeah, I, I think this pod, it's got the feel of a couple, you know, all squared matches after 18 and some, some goofy stuff happening here with, with this group. So could be some fun ones. Um, also, we didn't get into it deep, but go check the DraftKings scoring. There's all kind of little niches. If like, you get extra points by how many holes you finish ahead of. Um, there's all kinds of different deals you get there. So keep that in mind. If a guy withdraws, you get a heck of a bonus. It's pretty crazy, but uh, little things like that. All right. The final pod in this bracket, uh, section, the eight seed Tyrell Hatton, 8,600 Lee Westwood, 77 Sergio Garcia is 83 Matt Wallace, 7,000. This is your Euro Ryder cut preview. Um, but this, this, this one's wide open to me, Kevin, what do you like in this range? Yeah, this one's great. Um, I probably uh, to save some some money. I'd go Lee or Sergio coming out here. Yeah, Sergio fifth and ninth the last two years, thirtieth, eighteenth. So he's been great um, in, in this event. Hatton ninth, ninth, seventeenth. The three years he's been here, the last three years, he's done very well. Also, I could see saving with Sergio for sure. I don't mind a Hatton either, but Sergio at uh, his price point eighty three is not too bad. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, I'm on Hatton uh, coming out coming out here. Um, I will say though, you know, especially for DK purposes, I, I expect Hatton to be pretty pretty highly owned. I know, uh, at least looking at Mayo's bracket, he had Hatton going pretty far. So keep that in mind. If you wanted to fade, this is a great place, in my opinion, to do so on DraftKings and just take you know, whoever you think, Westwood, Garcia, Wallace, comes out of here. Um, but I, I personally have got Hatton winning this group. So you got Hatton winning this group. All right. I, so the- I'm good with Casey coming out of the previous one on for, you know, so going to the elite eight in this bottom, you got Casey. I've got Hatton, but you got Hatton. What about you, Kevin? This where it gets fun now. Mm. Yeah, I mean, since uh, since I like Casey to come out on top, and I like uh, I like Westwood or Garcia here, I'll go Casey to play DJ. I'm gonna go Casey as well, but I'll put both down so we have talking points later. What? I'll what take you? Casey you and two uh, out of three. You guys win. Okay, so Casey, so we got DJ and Casey in the lead eight. But see, this is I like this discussion because this is what people need to see when they do their uh, build their lineups. You need to get the lead eight picks. So with you. maybe if you build three lineups, you build 
uh, a Hatton uh, and a Sergio, uh, two different ones, basically, or something like yeah. that. Just sw- like you don't have to switch all six golfers, make like four guys, and then have like two pivots, stuff like that in these closer regions here, and then take the quote unquote easier picks somewhere else. All right, we drop down to the bottom quadrant on the left side of the bracket. The five seed Bryson DeChambeau at ten nine, Fleetwood seventy eight, Siwoo at seventy three, Rosner at sixty two. All I know is I'm not playing Rosner, and um, I really hope Fleetwood or Kim wins this because I'd love to see Bryson just blow up. Even though all the TV people want Bryson going deep, obviously, but something something about Bryson getting knocked out early just screams entertainment to me. Jesse, what do you like in this one? I, I can't wait to watch Bryson on this golf course. There's that yeah. one. There's a one par five, I think, that's down a hill, and like DJ hit one. Yeah, you can roll it down close to four hundred. Mm-hmm. I think Rory. one here. So, yeah, down past that cart path, right? Right, yep. right. I mean, it's straight downhill. So Bryson should be able to hit it five hundred easy. I think. Um, I've, I, I like Bryson to win this. I, I think it's an interesting group. I, I I feel like it's a good draw maybe for Bryson. Um, you know, Siwoo, I, I I have no no want or need to play at all. Fleetwood, okay, maybe, but you know, he's not. Rosner's interesting. I, you know, when I saw this group, I was like, who is this Rosner guy? He's obviously a European tour player, you know, ranked whatever, close to 58th or whatever he is in the world. His last his last few starts in the European tour, first, 26th, 9th, 16th, 36th, 1st, 20th, 21st, 10th, 28th. So. I guess if you want to go YOLO. I mean, <laughs> that, that's going back to September of last year. I mean, this year he hasn't, you know, finished outside the top 26 and four starts in 2021. You know, has two wins in his last, you know, whatever six or seven appearances, six, uh, six tournaments. The guy's playing pretty well now. I, I don't personally know him, but I'm sure there's plenty of Euro guys out there that do. So I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, it's 6, obviously 200. Obviously, his debut. Bryson's only time here was last go around. It finished 40th. Uh, Fleetwood 24th, 17th, 39th. Siwoo 61st, 9th, and 30th. Siwoo the Pete Dye specialist. Um, Kevin, what do you like in this pod? Yeah, I'll go Bryson too. All right. Well, I won't, I won't buck the system. I'll go with you guys on Bryson. I, I do think he's the best and he should win this, uh, pod, but man, it'd be so entertaining to watch him tilter. At least I hope he gets pushed on some holes, like go deep because he will have the blowups, the nines and stuff. That'll be fun. But cause he might be more aggressive knowing, Hey, if I just lose a hole, I lose a hole. It's cool. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. He will. Be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that that'll make it even more entertaining. So then I might, maybe I do want him playing the weekend. That might be get get him versus Rory some way somehow because Rory's already mentioned he's in his head. Like so that <laughs> that like free real estate that'd be entertaining. But uh, that's gonna be that that that'd have to be the finals. Looking at the right final now. match, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um. All right. The next part here, the twelve seed Tony Finau at ninety two, Kokrak seventy five, Zalatoris seventy nine, Fratelli sixty five. Poor Tony. He gets put up against Zalatoris and Kokrak. This is like Jesse's little love child over here. Um, <laughs> what a group. Yeah. What do you like in here, Jesse? <laughs> I mean, talk about like, you know, guys that I always tell, except for Fratelli. Yep. I mean, Finau, Kokrak, Zalatoris. I think Kokrak's interesting at 75. I mean, 7,500 right on DraftKings, correct? Yes, yeah. correct. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's a guy who he when his irons get on like he can just absolutely throw darts constantly so 
obviously if he's playing well and he's throwing darts, that can be really demoralizing to somebody who's playing against him. So keep that in mind. I've got Zalatoris coming out of the group. I think it's, I th- you know, I think you can play all three of these guys as far as Fino, Kokrak, Zalatoris, um, myself, uh, but I got Zalatoris winning. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, it's kind of wide open too, right? Fratelli probably has a bunch of experience here by going to uh, UT as well. So um, could be any of these guys. I, I kind of tend to lean toward Fino here. Yeah, it is wide open. I like the Fratelli angle, uh, the Texas native. You know, you mentioned going to UT, not native, but he played a lot of golf in Texas. Um, Willie Z is the popular name, probably going to be chalky in this range. Kokrak coming in an amazing fourth, a ninth and eighth and a ninth the last three tournaments. Um, but Willie Z and Kokrak have not played here before, so that's something to keep in mind. Finau, a 40th and a 17th. <laughs> We're going to – I like Kokrak in this range, so we all have a different pick coming out of here, which tells you how wide open this one is. Um, for the the bracket sake, I'll pick Willie Z to give us that one because I just I love Fina, but I'm just not feeling him at all this week. But you know, nothing would surprise me. So as a group here, Bryson versus Willie Z, who are we taking? <laughs> I got I got Will Zalatoris going on, but. You know, I mean, obviously Bryson's going to be, be will be favored in that matchup. If it's Bryson versus Willie, Kevin, who do you got? Oh gosh, I, I mean, I, I guess you pull for Will Z, but I, I it'd be fun to see Bryson uh, have to play, you know, Hovland or Morikawa in the next round, and maybe yeah. DJ or Casey after that. I don't I'd disagree. I mean, I, I say yeah. we just root for Bryson to move. Well, on. I'll take Bryson too because I okay. I'm going to rephrase. The only reason why I wanted to see him lose is because I he I could see full tilt. But he's so entertaining to watch. Yeah, so like, yeah. I, I want that 110%. Um, so, yeah, we'll take Bryson going on to the lead eight. Now we move down to the next one where Kevin mentioned the two captains here are the favorites in the range. You got Hovland, the 13th seed, at 94. Answer at 77. Weisberger, 62. Streelman, 63. Hovland's the favorite here, but Answer and Weisberger are not going to be easy pushovers by any means. So, Kevin, what do you have in this one? Yeah, I like um... – I like Abe this week, you know, yeah. um, good president's cup, good showing uh, last time out and, and really feel like a guy who's going to keep it in play and, and um, is on top of his iron game is going to be tough to beat. hundred percent with you there. What about you, Jesse? I agree. I mean, I got answer into the, uh, the final day in Ooh. my bracket. So Ooh, I like it. No, I love answer. What he showed us at the president's cup. Hey, he's not scared of anybody at all. Right. Like what he did against Tiger Woods. I know it's not the Tiger Woods we grew up watching, but he still should whoop everybody's butt when he's on and answer did not care. Like it was impressive watching him not back down and he did it the whole tournament basically. So I like answer. He's coming in a really good form as well. Uh, finished 17th here last year in his uh, debut. So I like him quite a bit. I'll be with you. They're like Hovland's fun and all, but we've seen Hovland when he gets derailed, he gets derailed and just keeps going. It's uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes, but give me Abe. I like Abe quite a bit as well. I think my, one of our first unanimous choices. That's good. Um, and then the bottom part here, this is a fun one. Morikawa at 10-4, one of the most expensive golfers here. The four seed, Billy Ho at 72, Homa at 74, Poston at 63. As much as I love Homa, if Morikawa's irons are on like they usually are, it's going to be very tough for anyone in this pod to beat him. So I'm taking Kawa. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, I, that's who I got too. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't think on DraftKings I'll play anybody in, in this particular pod because I do like answer, like I said, to get – all the way to the final day. So, um, but yeah, I mean, when Morikawa's another one of those guys who's uh, very good, obviously, uh, on approach. So that can be very demoralizing as well. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, I'd play Morikawa as well. If you want to uh, save money and um, 
and try and find just a, a guy who's not going to beat Abe or Kokrak or Finau or DeChambeau, then it might be worth looking at Max. Yeah, Max's form, like, sure, he missed the cut of the players, but I really don't care about that. The form he came coming into that, that tournament was just disastrous on so many levels for so many players. I, I kind of let that one go. He took a week off, which he probably needed to do because he played um, nine. That, that miss goes his ninth straight week of golf. Like, that's – I don't care who you are. That's a, that's a lot of golf. So, uh, I like Max as well. If you want to be different, I'm 100% on board with that. And if I'm paying up for someone, it's not going to be more Cabo, which scares me because I just said that. He's probably going to win the whole damn thing now. But um, I love Abe as well, so it comes out of strategy, like you guys were saying. So Abe versus um, Morikawa, we got Abe going to the uh, Elite Eight. Yeah, I think you do for uh, for salary purposes, right? Yep. Uh, it'd be awfully tough to have DJ Bryson. Uh, Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm with you. We got Abe. We got Abe. So we move on to the right side of the bracket now. Halfway through this one. This two seed, JT, might have one of the hardest draws in this deal. Um, he's 11-2. He's the second most expensive player. You got Usti at 81, Kisner at 76, Kucher at 67. A couple past winners here. Um, J, they all. This is one of the only pods where all four golfers have played all four times here. JT, 24th, 4th, 39th, 61st. Usti, 5th, 9th, 17th, 2nd. Not bad. Kisner, 1st, 2nd, 17th, 38th. Kucher, 2nd, 9th, 30th, 9th. That's a lot of good finishes in this one pod. Like, this is pretty good. Obviously, Kucher's not this guy anymore, but Usti and Kiz could definitely show up at a tournament like this. JT's great. What do you like here, Kevin? Uh, it's Usti, then JT. And JT, I'd only play him uh, because you feel like so many more people are going to gravitate towards J- uh, DJ over JT. Yeah, I like that theory here. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, it's the group of death, man. I got Kisner coming out. Um, he's also my one-and-done pick, which you'll see when you get that email. So, yeah, I got Kisner winning this this particular group. See, I like Usti and Kiz. I like them both. Like, if I was making multiple lineups, I'd definitely make sure I had one of each because I, I like them a ton. For salary purposes, I'll take the Kisner side here for what we're building on this deal, but I like them both. Um, I personally don't have them advancing past this next round, but I'll probably regret that. Because this next round, I think I think this might be the event, guys. Matthew Fitzpatrick is built for something like this. He doesn't have to shoot 45 under par. Doesn't have to do anything like that. Just pars are good on a lot of holes, and then he can sneak in his birdies. Fitzpatrick is the 15 seed. He's $8,700. You got Wolf at 69, who's broken. You got Corey Connors at 78, which is interesting. And then you got Mr. Jordan Spieth at $9,300 playing outstanding golf. So this is actually a fun one because – Fitz is not even the favorite in his own pod, which is interesting. Uh, Jesse, you've been team Spieth for a while now. Are you staying with him in this bracket? Yes, I, yes. Yeah, I, if <laughs> if it wasn't for Augusta, I would have won and done Jordan Spieth this week. I, I would like him to come out of this group and actually win the whole thing. Um, Wolf and Connors never played this event. Fitzpatrick, sixty first, thirty sixth, seventeenth, thirty eighth. Spieth, twenty fourth, seventeenth, thirtieth, ninth. Obviously. Fitzpatrick and Spieth both coming in in outstanding form. Kevin, what do you like in this pod? Yeah, it's Spieth for me too. And if you really wanted to save some money, then I would go Corey Connors. His form is awesome. Uh, tee to green, genius. You know, he keeps the ball in play, hits a lot of greens. Um, if he putts at all, he's got a chance to win this bracket and uh, and gain you a lot of points. But I would go Spieth first. And the one you know, like- thing, about, the one thing about this, real quick about match play is, you know, it kind of negates bad putters because yeah. you're not thinking the same way on match play as you are in stroke play. So, um, you know, Connor's 
you know, he could catch fire with his putter. Yeah. Yeah. And if he, he only has to putt well, maybe on a handful of holes instead of all the holes. Exactly. So, yeah. Like you're saying, it does make, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Um, so Spieth moves on here, but I like the conversation with Connors there. Cause I think he is very live as much as I like Fitzpatrick, as much as Spieth's playing great golf. Connors is very, very live in this event. As we've seen, you know, a seventh and his third place finish at the, the, the previous two events before the Honda, where he took the Honda off. So I, I like that. That call is very, very intriguing because he's one of the better approach players in the game. So we got that Kisner versus Spieth. You have Kisner, obviously, Jesse. Yes. Kevin, who do you want? Kiz or Spieth? I'd go Spieth. I'm going to go Spieth too. And I love Kisner, but this top corner of the bracket, this is why even JT, like, it's a tough, tough corner to to pick guys. So we'll go Spieth into the Elite Eight. Something if you asked me in January would not even be on the table. So that is fun golf. Golf is great. Um, we move to the next spot here. Can't lay the 10th seed. 98 Hundo, Matsuyama 82, Carlos Ortiz 68, Brian Harmon 72. Uh, similar to, to Connors, Harmon's playing really, really good golf, which is intriguing. Can't lay on paper should run away with this one before I hand it over. Cantley 24th and 17th the last two years. Matsuyama's played all four years, nothing better than 19th. Ortiz debut. Harmon didn't play last go-around, but got a ninth the year before. Kevin, what do you like in this one? Yeah, I'd go Brian Harmon. This is a, a pod that I'm probably going to punt um, and, and try and uh, save some money for, for P. Reed down below. All righty. What about you, Jesse? So, so what you're saying is that Brian Harmon is the uh, Oral Roberts of this tournament i got you absolutely uh, i got can't lay um i don't mind brian Harmon though so yeah we're gonna go Harmon on this one just to save some cash can't lay should win don't get me wrong but i think Harmon's very very live here very very live so we'll take the discount and go brian Harmon on this one but um yeah that's a fun one and you mentioned the next one here the seventh seed patty reed ninety six hundred dollars if there's ever a man for an event like this, 24th, 9th, 51st, 9th, uh, he, he can play. Get in people's heads, match play, specialist. Neiman, 8,000. Bezenhut, 76. Bubba, 74. Bubba, 40th, 1st, 9th, 28th. The other two have not played here before. Jesse, what do you like in this range? I got Patrick Reed. Uh, I do think he'll be chalk, though. A lot of people just, you know, obviously associate Patrick Reed with match play. Um, and traditionally, I think he's done better in, you know, in the Ryder Cup than in this type of event, but you know, I got Patrick Reed coming out. I think Bubba's interesting. You know, I mean, obviously he's past winter here. So, uh, yeah, Pat Reed's, uh, if my number is correct here, he's seven, five and two at this event. So doesn't light the world on fire, but he gets the job done. Kevin, what do you have in this one? Yeah, I'd go Reed than Bubba. It seems like it's kind of a Bubba track. He likes to uh, play this place obviously with a, a high finish, but I'd, I'd go Reed than Bubba. All right. Well, Reed moves on in our group, but I'm just going to say I think Bezenhut is very, very live. I, I think that's a very, very intriguing one if you're building a few extra lineups and you want a value play at 76. I think he is very, very live in this one. Uh, so Reed versus Harmon. Kevin, you have Reed, I'm assuming. Yeah, we all want to see Reed Spieth, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to move that one on. That. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'll get to the, the – I'll recapitulate eight in a minute. But if these matchups take place – I know what I'm doing on Saturday or whatever Friday, whatever day it's on. Cause good God, that's going to be outstanding. All right, let's go to the bottom right quadrant. Now the six seed Xander Shoffle, 10,000 Scheffler, 79 J day, 84 Andy Sullivan, 6,000. This is another pretty wide open one. In my opinion, if you kind of 
Break it down. Xander, 24th and 17th. Scheffler's never played here. J-Day, 61st, 36th, 58th, 1st. Sullivan hasn't played here in a couple times within 58th and 18th. Kevin, uh, what stands out to you in this one? We're going Scotty Scheffler, another UT guy. Um, apparently has a lot of uh, history around um, Austin Country Club, so I, I like uh, I like Scotty Scheffler. I think it's a good pod to take a chance on. So, Jesse, what about you? Yeah, I don't. I I, I wouldn't mind Scheffler uh, or Jason Day either one. I've personally got Xander moving on, but you know, he's that means he probably is not going to move on since I've picked him to move on. Just keep <laughs> that in mind. Um, so, th- for DraftKings purposes, I will not probably play any of these guys, uh, but you know, Scheffler yeah. and Day present you know a couple options there. I think I'm going to go Scheffler. I'm a big Xander fan, but I just don't feel it in this one, at least at that price point. Day's already getting uh, talked up a bit. So I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler as well, save some cash, and uh, move on to the next bracket where we have the 11th seed, Rory McIlroy, the 11th seed. Man, and he's been playing good golf too. That's just how deep golf is these days. And Rory's finished 9th, 36th, 30th, and 4th in his four trips. You got Cam Smith at 85, Lonto at 69, Poulter's down to 67, Poulter's 17th and 5th in his two visits here. Um, pretty pretty fun little quadrant here. Uh, Jesse, what do you like? Uh, I've got Cam Smith winning um, the, the quadrant. Uh, Poulter's, he, he's not playing the, the best, uh, but obviously, again, you know, match play does does change that a little bit. I don't know where Rory's swing is at. He, you know, he admitted he was struggling with it. Maybe he's fixed it. That could be a reason to, on DraftKings, take some chances. Um, but... You know, as far as who I think wins it, I think it's Cam Smith. What about you, Kevin? Yep, I agree. Cam Smith for me. Ooh, we are on the same page. I had this one the second I saw it today on Twitter. I was like, this is Cammy Smith time. 8500 bucks. I love the price. I love the form he's in. I love it because when he struggled in recent weeks, it's like one horrific hole. Then he plays great the rest of the time. So like we said many times, doesn't matter here. Like, that's fine. So I love Cam Smith in this event. If you do look at Poulter, though, he's 6-2. and two in this field. So he's played very well in match play, as we know with Pultz, but Scheffler versus Cam Smith to the elite eight, Jesse. Uh, I got Cam. Kevin. Yeah, I agree. Yep. We're on the same page on that one. Wow. That's, that was easy. That was easy stuff. The last two pods we have here, burgers range at the uh, 14th seed burger, 9,000 English 73 Todd 64 EVR 64. This one, I'm going to say two things stinks and B. <laughs> Like everyone's already punting EVR in this range. I'm just going to throw it out there. I've heard it everywhere already because they don't know about Burger's health. So, Jesse, what do you see here? Uh, I, for DraftKings purposes, uh, just go ahead and X this one out for me. Mm-hmm. I have Burger moving on. Um, I think English is is a guy who is potentially super low-owned on DraftKings. Um, so you may want to consider him for that reason because of his recent kind of just whatever the whatever he's been going through. Uh, but I got Berger moving on here. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, I go Harris English. Yeah, I like the strategy there. English and Todd, I think, are both pretty live because EVR is going to be pretty darn popular, really, really popular at 6,400. And Berger, there's a lot of question marks, but English, we know if he figures it out, great iron player, same with Brendan Todd. So they both intrigue me if you need to go there, but we'll go English for our bracket, but I'm kind of not even looking down here, to be honest, like you said, Jesse. Um, the last one, the third seed, John Rom at 10-7. We know he uh, finished second to DJ three years ago, 52nd and 24th. You got Ryan Palmer at 7,000, Lowry at 71, Lowry's at 24th, 51st, 51st, and Sebastian Munoz at 61. Kevin, what do you like in this one? 
Yeah, it's John Rom for me. And of all the um, all the top guys, DJ, JT, Bryson, and Rom, I'd go Rom over the other three. Yeah, I like that call. I think he's got the quote unquote best path to the final four in this one. But uh, we'll see. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, I got I got Rom all the way to the to the last day. So um, it's, it's Rom over it's Rom over English, and that answers that question already. Before I ask it, so all right then, let's recap the elite eight. We have DJ Casey. Bryson answer, Spieth Reed, Cam Smith, John Rom. That seems pretty fun to me. But um, get Kevin, DJ or Casey? Uh, it's going to be Casey in an upset. Jesse, I, I can I can dig that. I mean, I'm fine okay. with that. We're going Casey then. <laughs> I love it. That'll be some fun fun television. Bryson versus answer Jesse. Um, I've, I've got answer. I like answer to, so to face a, a bunch of dudes down and, and get to the final day. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, I agree. You know, TV uh, is usually pretty good for a day or two, and then all of a sudden it turns pretty rough. <laughs> and those executives yeah. are like, what the hell happened? <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I think answer is very, very live in this one. So I'm hoping we're right here because if Casey and answer get to the final four, we've saved a lot of money and have a, a lot of fun on paper here. Uh, Speed versus Reed, the one we all want to see. Kevin, I'd go Spieth. Jesse wants Spieth too, don't you? Oh, yeah, he's my champion. I've, okay. He's the guy I'm picking to win this. Then we got Spieth moving on there. Cam Smith versus John Rom. I think we both. Like, it sounds like we all like Rom, but I think Cam Smith is extremely live in this. But Jesse, you have Rom. Yeah, I have Rom. Kevin. Yeah, same. Okay, we're gonna go with Rom then. Um, all right, final four: Casey, answer Spieth, Rom, Casey versus answer Jesse. I have answer, um, but you know, I, I think I think PC is live this week. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, I lean Casey over answer. I'm gonna go answer, but we'll we'll move Casey on because Jesse liked Casey also, so we'll kind of we'll do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just was, trying to make it. I'm I was in the middle. It. You like answer. He likes Casey. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna make it civil. Like it. I think we're happy either. Like we're happy either way with that one. Um, Speed versus Rom. Jesse has Speed. Kevin. Yeah, I'd go Speed too. Whoo! I would have had Rom there, but Speed in the finals would be electric. So Speed versus Casey. Jesse has Speed winning the whole thing. Kevin. Yeah, I'll have a bet on that. Whoo! Okay, if it was Speed versus Answer, would anything change? No, no. I think Speed's the guy this week. Okay, so we have Spieth winning the whole thing. Like I'm telling you, if if we did this podcast three months ago, <laughs> that's like, yeah. that's that's pretty yeah. wild right there. That's pretty wild. But to think, no JT, no DJ, no Rom, no Bryson after the Elite Eight. That's pretty electric. So I guess the basics of it is, if you think this is legit Final Four material, you can build some pretty awesome lineups because you have money to spend. So that'll be some pretty cool stuff. Um, I did want to, I, I mentioned we, we can do like a brief DK more centric, like really brief thing. Cause I think our discussions of the pod should help people build lineups in that regard. But Kevin said it, if he's paying up for one of the guys, he's paying up for wrong. That's that what you said, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Jesse? Who would be your payup guy out of the yeah, big dog? I, I think Rom has the easiest path. When I say easiest, of course that's relative, uh, to get to Saturday, Sunday. So I don't disagree with that as far as the guys above 10K or, you know, even really above 9K except for Jordan Speed. Okay. Um, let's have some fun here. Who would be your – we'll start with you, Kevin. Who would be your biggest 
let's go upset to come out of a pot, not to get to the um, elite, like the final four, but to get out to like the final 16 or whatever it is. Uh, you could see a guy like Burned coming out and, uh, and beating Anser and Hovland and, and making a little bit of a run. Yeah, I think he's he's interesting for sure. What about you, Jesse? I like the I like the Harmon call you guys, you know, were talking about before. Um, but don't sleep on my dude Rosner. Yeah, that dude, if Rosner does it, you're gonna get so many text messages. I'm not gonna <laughs> stop bugging you. Because you know, you're gonna you're not gonna be able to handle that smoke. That's all I know. <laughs> Harmon has that kind of little bulldog type deal like Kisner mm-hmm. too, where um <laughs> a shorter mad at the world type look and yep. um George Bulldog, uh, just yep. like Kiz and Man, you could you could easily see him making a little run and 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 loving a chance to play Patrick Reed or Bubba. Well, yeah, and that's that's the beauty because, like you said, his mentality he wouldn't Reed wouldn't be able to scare him. Like I'm not saying Reed scares a lot of guys because they're professional golfers, but you know just the aura that Reed has, the way he just doesn't give a crap and he's he's great in, in match play. Harmon doesn't care. Like he's just gonna walk up there and he gets more pissed at himself than anything. So I could see the Harmon one I like quite a bit. I think Bezenhut is is pretty live. In uh, in his bracket as well with with Watson Neiman and Reed. If Reed stumbles, I like Bez to come out of there, but uh, it, it should be a fun one. If you had to, so you guys like Rom to win it all. I'm just trying to think of uh, any other. What other kind of sneakier plays do you guys like this week? If you uh, kind of went off the radar, <laughs> there's some good ones. You know, yeah, uh, I like I like Fina quite a bit. Okay. Um, I'd love to see a Finau Deschambeau match. I think Finau will be low owned because I think Answer will be more popular than people think. So Finau will be kind of under the radar in terms of ownership. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, Kokrak um, is another mm-hmm. guy that I, I think I you know that little pod there, man. I mean, it's it's stacked, and you know if uh, if you think Bryson obviously doesn't get past the 16th round, you know, switching around on Finau, Kokrak, Zalatoris, in my opinion, or even if you want to throw in Fratelli. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of swapping around there might be a good idea if you're doing a bunch of lineups. Yeah, yeah. and if you if you really feel like DJ, JT, and Rom are going to have a good chance to make a deep run, then you've got to play guys like Fratelli and Harmon mm-hmm. and play two or three of them. Yeah, and it's like we said, don't focus as much on the Final Four. Like, that's what you want, obviously, but focus on getting six to Elite Eight. If you do that, you're going to be doing pretty darn good. I, I'd, I'd like to say you're going to guarantee cash, and then probably finish pretty high. Well, if you still you get, get points six. for the um, the consolation match too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third, the third yeah. place yeah. match on on Sunday too. So yeah. that's why the final four is obviously huge. But um, Sunday's the low though to watch. It's yeah, that it sucks. Yeah. especially the consolation bracket. Well, the TV coverage. Yeah, there's only four guys out there. Right. So it's 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 a you know commercials wet dream. Because yes. there's just everything. And how many times can we see the Austin Bridge? And like, <laughs> what else <laughs> can we do? NBC plays pays a lot of bills this week on yeah, Sunday. But um, last question I have has nothing to do with DraftKings. If they had the coverage like the players there, you could watch every single group, but you had it for this. Like you could watch every single group, every match, every shot. How much would you pay for it? At least for the like opening, you know, 64, those first three matches. I mean, I'm open to paying 100 bucks a month to watch every <laughs> shot from every golfer every month, you know, yeah. but – I pay 10 and get to see two groups. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, I'll let Jesse pay for mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, 
I can't even pay for the baseball package anymore because it annoys me so much. But like events like this, I, I like the idea if I could just because you know they'll have enough guys on. But if I have, yeah, I have Harmon versus versus Cantley, and it's like on the 16th hole. I want to watch those final two holes. Like, let me watch those two holes. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, well they 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 do do the, the TV coverage does do a good job of of like when it goes live or whatever like on the Golf Channel or NBC or whatever that they show a lot of shots. But it's just one of those things where I, I agree. You know, you may want to watch a few holes at the beginning of that match if that's a big match for you. All right, Corrales Punta Cana is going on. We're not going to talk about that tonight. But the field's actually pretty good. So, like, I, I remember I was happy about the Puerto Rico last time, and I, I sweated that one until midday Sunday. I will play the Corrales. That will be happening. It's but, so uh, good that Charlie Hoffman's the the uh, the betting favorite. Him and Tomas Peters, watch out. But uh, final thoughts, Kevin, advice, thoughts, anything? Yeah, uh, just looking forward to having some golf on Wednesday. Yes, yes, that will be cool too. Jesse, anything for you? Sounds like Kevin has a, a mess to clean up, so we better we better let him go. But uh, you know, just don't forget to uh, to try not to mind uh, fuck yourself so bad this week because it it is difficult when you start getting making lineups and you're like, oh wait, that could happen. Oh, oh that could happen. It it becomes really really taxing on your brain. Yeah, I, the best advice I can give, and I'm not an expert at this uh, match play at all. Find like three or four guys that you just have to have. And then use those other spots as your pivots. Like we talked about, like in, in certain pods, there's four guys. Make one of each four, but keep your other four guys. Stuff like that. Don't pivot all six guys all the time. That's where you'll just end up being like, oh, shit. So <laughs> it's almost like having a core cascade, but not quite because it's, it's a little difficult to do it in this event. But all right, that wraps up this week. You can find Kevin on Twitter at Kevin's Delight, Jesse at DFS Golf Gods. I'm at BDN Trick the Podcast at Always Press DFS. We'll be back with you guys next week, but for now, the 2021 WGC match play in the books. Catch you guys later.